Welcome back to Thoughts of a Woodsman and Preacher. This is Pastor Josh Lucci. Thanks for tuning in. Today, uh, I want to talk to you guys about hope. Um, it's a relevant thing these days and has been for a really long time, but there's something that happened in my life that caused me to pause for a moment and to consider where my hope comes from. And as I do that, as I always do, I think about fishing. Ha! You're right? So uh, the hope at the end of my week, oftentimes, especially in the summer and the spring, is that I get to go fishing or I get to take my family fishing. And um, it's been a big part of my life for a very long time. Um, I had a friend of mine teach me how to do steelhead fishing uh, quite a while ago. And uh, up front, he, he let me know that this is a, a sport that they, uh, the saying around it is that this is the fish of a thousand casts. Um, you know, and I, I've fished for a good portion of my life. My parents raised me fishing in a little baby backpack on the Metolius River. Um, so it really from day one, it was a big part of who I was. And uh, so as I was learning how to do steelhead fishing, um, man, it was really true. I think my first fish was the fish of about 5,000 casts, give or take a little bit. But, um, you know, it, it's interesting what happens, though, when you catch your first steelhead. Uh, mine was on the McKinsey River. And uh, I was in my drift boat, and my friend was fishing with me, and I had finally hooked into a pretty good-sized steelhead. I was at the bow of the boat and uh, fighting this fish, and uh, suddenly I, I completely forgot about the 5,000 or so previous casts because I finally hooked into this fish. You know, and it jumped, and it tail walked across the water, and I finally got it in to where we could net it and get it in the boat, and it was just this incredible feeling. You know, all this time and effort that I had put into it um, suddenly paid off. Um, and the truth of the matter was, it was one fish. It wasn't even a trophy-sized fish, but it was um, something special to me. Um, you know, and, and it gave me hope for the next 5,000 casts, um, you know, give or take a little bit. So, you know, I, I thought about that as I was thinking about this uh, message about hope. The reason I'm talking about hope today and all of this is that um, I recently learned that a friend of mine, a, a man that I'd worked with for quite a few years in my previous job, um, committed suicide just recently. And it was news to me, and it hit me in a kind of a funny way. And, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the, this guy that I knew, he had struggled for a long time with things like depression and anxiety. And, you know, without really understanding the full story, um, you know, it, somehow he ran out of hope. Um, you, you couldn't figure out a reason to wake up in the morning. You couldn't figure out a reason to, to keep going on. Uh, for one reason or another, <clears throat> the way out that he took seemed like the only uh, way that he could take. Uh, you know, and it got me to, to thinking a little bit about where my hope comes from. Um, you know, catching my, my fish gave me hope for the next bunch of uh, casts and efforts and trips that I took before I caught another one. But um, you know, I, <clears throat> I figured, you know, I needed to consider where my hope comes from, and I want you to consider it, too, as you listen to this. Um, you know, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, it says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. You know, the, here um, the prophet Isaiah is talking to Hezekiah. Hezekiah has been through a lot at this point. Um, he just got healed from being sick. He's the king of Judah, and Judah himself has been through a lot. And uh, oftentimes, uh, kings, as they will, especially then, um, as you know, their nations are conquered or they go through famines or hard times, they start to lose hope. Uh, they can't figure out a reason to go on. And the prophet Isaiah is speaking to you know, Hezekiah, but he's also speaking to the nation. He's speaking to us, too, through this word. But you know, the idea that <clears throat> if we're able to find our hope in God, he'll renew our strength. Um, everything else in this world can be taken away. Um, you know, oftentimes we find our hope in our job, 
Uh, we find our hope in our families. We find our, find our hope in our spouses and our kids. Um, in all the things that we, we have, the materialistic sorts of things and hope and money, um, you know, ask yourself, why are you getting up in the morning? What makes you excited? What makes you really, um, you know, getting going for the day and things like that? Um, if your hope is in coffee, I understand that too. It gets me going sometimes in the morning. But where, where do you place your hope? Um, you know, I, uh, as a youth pastor, I struggle with this a lot uh, with my youth, uh, trying to get them to think about where their hope comes from. You know, the last thing I'd ever like to see is for one of my youth to run out of hope because whatever it is that they put their hope in, their trust in, uh, suddenly gets taken away. You know, if your hope is in things like sports as a young person and suddenly you get an injury, um, now you can't figure out a reason to wake up in the morning because that was your motivation. That was your hope. If your hope was in going to college, so you got good grades and you studied hard and then suddenly you couldn't get the scholarships and you couldn't afford to go to the, the Ivy League college that you were really gunning for, uh, for all those years and studying so hard for, uh, then what's the point, right? If your hope is in family and that gets taken away from you, if your hope is in a spouse and that gets taken away from you, all these things can go away. The one exception is if you put your hope and trust in the Lord. And that is such a, a theme throughout the entire Bible, whether you're reading Old Testament or New Testament. Um, you know, it's, it's such a theme that we keep going back to. Um, it's relevant in my life, and it's important to re-examine that from time to time. I know um, the, the cause for me to wake up and get going in the morning has changed. Um, oftentimes, I have to reevaluate where my priorities are sitting. Um, you know, there have been a lot of different times that um, I've had to re-examine that. So my encouragement to you as you go forward today is re-examine where your hope is, where your drive is, where your priorities sit. You know, if your hope and your priorities are in God, then you're going to be uh, considering the things of God, whether that is gathering at church, whether it is ministering, uh, where things need help, uh, if it's uh, making sure that your kids have their priorities straight um, as far as where their hope is. Um, just make sure you have that lined up because the moment that gets taken away, if it's not in the right spot, you're going to lose hope. Uh, none of us are exempt from this. Uh, you know, it's certainly something that came to my mind when I heard the unfortunate news is that uh, none of us are above taking our own lives because we run out of hope in the wrong thing. Um, you know, so really take an idea of that. Uh, if you are running out of hope, if your, your hope was put in the wrong space and it got taken away and you're running out of reasons to get up in the morning, please do reach out to somebody. You know, um, here at Eastside Baptist Church, we have quite a few pastors that uh, can help you with that. It could be a family member, but reach out, get some help, um, reevaluate where your hope needs to be. Um, you know, oftentimes, you know, as iron sharpens iron, right, we're all intended to have an effect on each other. So if you need help, reach out. Um, other than that, thank you so much for tuning in and have a great day.